Tune into Glory 93.9 FM. It's officially girl talk time here, y'all, on this beautiful Thursday. Oh my goodness, it is the 23rd day of September, and it feels like it's been a minute <laughs> since we've been here. But listen, I'm so happy to be back. It's been a while, y'all. I know I've been gone for a minute. I was getting a much needed break, but I'm back in live and living color. Listen, it's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful day to celebrate the fact that God still allowed us to be here today because purpose is still alive and well on the inside of us. He's still lending us his breath. And listen to me, I am just so grateful, so grateful that he's not done with me yet. And I pray that you too can take that same posture. Hey, Chelsea, thank you so much. Listen, it's been a minute, but it's so... So good to be back, y'all. I don't know what y'all been doing. I don't know what's been going on with y'all. I don't know how life has been, but I pray, I pray that you have had a moment to celebrate the goodness of God while you were here in the land of the living. And um, yeah, it is an exciting time for us. So listen, I'm going to dive right in, dive right into introducing our guest today, um, I got to do it like how I usually do every week. Um, usually I'll tell you how I know this lady. So, hey, Shaquinda. So it's so interesting um, the way that life works out. There are many people who could brag about knowing me as a singer, as all of these other things that I do, youth pastor, all this other stuff. This girl know me when I wasn't wearing no makeup, when I was in school uniform, um, looking like an old, um, beat up Lord Jesus. When, when, um, when I couldn't hide my acne with makeup and, and, you know, wasn't wearing the even thing, <laughs> you know, wasn't, wasn't beat down to the gods, you know, um, Raquel has known me for a really, really long time. And, um, she, she definitely could say she watched me mature and, um, it's been it's been an interesting journey to see how God has allowed our paths to recollide um, after all of these years. So we went to high school together. We went to Temple Christian together. She graduated a few years in front of me, and um, it's so interesting. The memories that I have of Raquel, she always used to be like, "Girl, girl, you sing, girl." Like, and she was always such an encourager. She was always that person that was in the corner, like cheering you on. And, and, um, and it's so true what Maya Angelou says. She says, you, people may forget the things that you say and do, but they will never forget the way that you, made, you make them feel. And that's one of the things that um, our guest today 
has left on my life. She's left an imprint on my life where I may forget what she would have said, but I can never forget the way that she made me feel. And so I'm excited for today's show because it's kind of a little bit like nostalgic for me. Um, but then again, we our past have collided in, in the now and in the most recent past as well. Um, when I would have spent some time as a member of Shabak alongside her. So we've kind of crossed paths in many different ways. And now here we are sitting in a radio station because my girl going to write a book. What a time in the earth. So without further ado, I want to introduce to some of you and um, just the rest of y'all already know. Well. So I mean, and Ian, like, you know, I really introducing how do y'all but ladies and gentlemen Raquel Mintz hey Kelly what you saying hey Marisha I am well how you are good? you good I'm good man I'm good pull that mic a little closer to you for me please so we can I got it yeah are you sure let me bring the volume up a little bit I know a little rough a little stubborn <laughs> yeah a little tight yeah they pull just yeah there you go <clears throat> good stuff what you saying i am well what you say now <laughs> mind you now i don't say i know you when you had all your acne and stuff you still was you still was popping yeah. girl, girl so i was still... look, listen to me i was looking at some pictures the other day when i was in high school and i was like lord jesus i thank you thank god for the, for the glow up. oh my gosh <laughs> i thank god for the glow up my skin was colorful oh my gosh however let's not jesus. go back to the past that's we're it. moving forward that's it that's it so, oh man, Raquel, it is, it's so good to have you here. We were talking a little bit off air. It's just so awesome to have you here. I'm excited about today's conversation. And um, I'm going to ask you guys before we get started, like and share the show, y'all. Like and share the show. I don't say that enough. And um, we got a little, um, I guess you could say a little contest competition situation before we dive into our conversation. Raquel, of course, is here to talk about her book. And I mean, logically, we got to give a book away. I mean, like, of we course. just got to do it. So let's do it like this. We're going to put the numbers up here at the bottom of the screen. And we're going to say, let's go with number two. The second person, the second person to send a text or a WhatsApp message to 828-2543. Again, that number is 828-2543 to text affirm her to that number will win the book. Yes, you will win this lovely book. I got my own coffee today, so I'm so excited to dive into this. So you're going to text affirm her to 828-2543. The second person to send a text to 828-2543 gets to win their own copy, signed copy of affirm her. All right. So let's, let's dive right into today's conversation. I, I remember watching um, all of the stuff pop up on social media, and I was like, Raquel, write a book. And I saw you posting these pictures, and, and I got all this. I was like, Wow, I was like, watching this. Okay, okay, Raquel, doing big things. I said, This is this is cool. I said, So she don't just sing and dance, she's right, <laughs> <laughs> she's right too. And I just remember observing what I observed was how many women were gravitating toward you. That's what I observed. And I was like, oh, wow, this looks this looks pretty cool. This looks pretty amazing. We got messages coming in. These people ain't joking. Uh, okay, that's one message. Number one. Hopefully number two comes in because number two will be the winner. And if number one message again and becomes number two, then you win. 
All right. So yeah. And I remember looking at it and I remember saying like, wow, this is amazing. This is so awesome. And then when we were initially going to do the show before we had to um, postpone the show, um, I just remember like being in awe of how many people that I knew that you also knew who were sharing the flyer for the show. And I was like, wow, like she really has like major impact. And then I started to look at some of your posts and read through some of your posts. And I was like, you know what? I have to get Raquel on the show. I got to, I got to get Raquel on the show. So um, tell us like, where did this whole um, conversation start? Where did it begin? How, how did we get to this place now where you have a book in hand and women are gravitating toward you, toward your words? How did we get here? So to be honest with you, the book itself, Affirmer, all started in 2020. Of course, okay. the year 2020 for everyone was like a stop, pause, reflect, introspect yeah. kind of year. Yeah. And let's backtrack a little bit. From a child, like you said, even in high school, I was mm -hmm. always this encourager. So I realized even in youth ministry and doing different things, I was always or young women was always gravitated to me in terms of leadership and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. motivating them to be who and what they were called mm -hmm. to be. So I've never drifted from that. So 2020 was my year. Of course, the world stopped. And of course, <laughs> the competent authority told us, stay inside your house yeah. at this hour or do not come out at all. Right. So I had a lot of time to think about this thing. And I spoke to, I had a conversation with God. Okay, God, what is it? I know my purpose. Mm -hmm. I've known my purpose for years now, mm -hmm. but I want to now put this purpose in perspective so that more people can be impacted by That's it. That's good. So I then had a conversation. What do I do? I know what I'm called to do. I know women are always drawn to me in some way. How then can I package this purpose mm. to be a bit more impactful for the masses? You know I what I mean? It. I love so, it. So well, that's what I did. And I sat and I sat. There was um, Dr. Melissa Hall. She had this thing on Facebook she did every Thursday evening she had remember, a thing called yes. reset my personal yes. economy and every Thursday I would be live in living color on that live right and just grasping everything that I could have grasped everything and it was really a time for me to reset right you know right. what touch that reset button recalibrate and let's get this right. truck moving again mm -hmm. and that's just what happened for Raquel I stopped I paused I said okay God I know my purpose where is this going mm -hmm. then she had this um, master class from that reset your personal economy that forced us to really sit and think of your purpose and how nice. you can bring this forth in a different way even if it causes you to be put yourself in places of monetary gain that's what I did so I had a conversation with God we talked we talked we talked I know everything that I did of course most of my posts are very drawn out and long so persons always say girl you need to write this book you need to do mm -hmm. and I never was mm -hmm. one to be pressured by words from other people right. you know mm -hmm. what I mean either let God come and tell me hey 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 it's time or I'll feel that nudge to know that it's time to move as opposed to persons just forcing me into something yeah and in pausing and intros doing my own introspection i realized that there was a book inside of me wow even in covid i realized i sat i had a conversation with god and i told god okay god i want something give me something what is that thing mm -hmm. that's going to cause there to be change not only for me but mm -hmm. for those that i have to minister to and there came i heard 
um, the aim, well, affirm, inspire, and motivate, motivate came to me, mm-hmm. but it came I A M to me. It's like Holy Spirit, that ain't making much sense to right. me. Like, what is that anyway? Pray it again. Long story short, I woke up the following morning. Um, this was August eighth, twenty twenty eight oh eight. Never forget my morning of new beginnings. I woke up with aim. Just transpose the letters Raquel aim. So wow. it then birthed a movement affirm, aimer. Mm-hmm. affirm inspire and motivate her and from there affirm her the book was birthed from that first nice. platform of being affirmed or affirming her mm-hmm. so that's where the book itself came from and just over that time i just started to write and wow. that's when i knew it pretty much was god because there were no hiccups in writing some days i wrote because it's a 31 day book of affirmations nice. some days i wrote i said my calendar to write a, a affirmation a day some days i wrote two some days i wrote three now sometimes wow. i would go back and erase and change yeah. whatever but mm-hmm. it was just so divine that i realized and i knew this was god and then wow. there after the book was birthed i realized persons like you other persons i was just on everybody flying i was like hold on wait what god what happened slow down <laughs> slow down like let me catch up and god yeah. was like i was just waiting on you yeah. to make the first wow, move that's beautiful like just give me a yes i can finish the rest you don't have wow. to work at all and mm-hmm. that's just literally no boast or nothing of my own it was pretty much a god move and this is where we are it's so amazing to hear you tell that story because for so many of us we don't see the realization of our purpose or the plan that God has for our lives manifesting um, in a seamless way. Mm. We often, you know, we hesitate because we wonder, oh, like, is it the right time? And we, we, you know, we hesitate for so many other reasons. And so your story is so inspirational because it pushes us as women. There's something on the inside of each and every one of us. There's an audience out there. I used to say this every day in the earlier days of glory, 93.9, that there's some there's someone out there, an audience out there that is awaiting us to make the decision to walk in the God-given purpose for our lives. Very true. And this audience has been fashioned specifically for us. And who knows? Somebody's salvation, somebody's life transformation is in your hands, in the decision that you make to walk in purpose. So this is so cool. This is amazing. I say congratulations to you. Thank you so much. As your girlfriend. <laughs> I listen, I'm in awe of what God is doing in and through your life. And so let's talk about it. Let's let's dive into this. I know that um for me as a woman, I have been learning how to be intentional with how I talk to myself. Because as women, we could not be so kind to ourselves. We <laughs> we could be. We are. We, our yeah, critic. we're our greatest critic, we and we will find the things that's wrong with us before we celebrate the things that are going well. Very true. And one of the things that God has been teaching me is that um, I I tell people how to how to speak to me by the way I speak to myself. And it might not necessarily be a conversation that I have in front of an individual, but he's been showing me that how I value myself is how others will value me. And so if I devalue myself, then I will be devalued by others. And and one of, I think, the greatest difficulties for us as women 
is we do the things for ourselves. Like we get our hair done, we get our nails done, we take care of ourselves. But a lot of times we take care of the woman on the outside and Mm -hmm. we leave the woman on the inside, the mess that she is, where her mind is all over the place. So we dress up a broken woman. Exactly. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on the inside that we don't make the time to process because we're too busy trying to be all things to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Especially if we're married and we have kids, we're trying to make sure that the kids have everything that they need, that hubby has everything that he needs. And then for some of us, we're taking care of older parents or other family members. And then our jobs are demanding. And then um, for those of us who are believers, we got volunteer stuff that we do in church. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got all of this stuff going on, but we don't take time to really deal with who we really are. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the, I guess you could say, the backdrops of this show is to is to push us and force us as women to pause for a second mm-hmm. and take a look at what's really going on with you right now. Like, okay, why did you snap? Mm-hmm. Why did you feel in that moment like you needed to scream? Where like, come from? What, what was really Where's going on? Where's like, the root of that thing? It's mm-hmm. not because your child left a toy in the middle of the ground. Nope. No, because they do that every day. It's a child. There's... <laughs> There's nothing different about their behavior, but your reaction to the behavior all of a sudden was different. Mm-hmm. So where did that come from? What triggered that? What's what's behind those tears that you're hiding that you don't want mm-hmm. um, anyone to see? And so you're in bed next to your husband, but your backs are turned to one another and you're in tears. What's behind that? Like, mm-hmm. what's behind all of these things that we don't do that we know we should do like why aren't you taking care of your body like why aren't you nurturing your friendships your relationships all of these things that we kind of take a note of as we go through life but we don't really like actually attack it at the root and so I I looked at the topic of your book and I was like this is so good This is so, like, it's so simple. It's so clear. It's so straight and to the point. Like, sweetie, you need to affirm yourself, boo. Like, it begins there. That is it. (laughs) It begins there. But the reality is, Raquel, it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. I I was the the post-it lipstick on the mirror girl Mm -hmm. for a while, Mm -hmm. right? And then, of course, when technology took over our lives, I became, like, the biggest techie ever, right? <laughs> so I got, like, these alarms that go off in my phone. Um, I have a friend of mine. He teases me all the time because I have an alarm that goes off on my phone that says, Smile, Marisha. Mm-hmm. And whenever we would go to lunch, he'd be like, why do you have this thing on your phone telling you to <laughs> smile? I say, because sometimes I, I sit down and, you know, I got a little rest and be face on, you know, mm-hmm. so I got to fix that, you know, and so um, doing things to remind myself of who I am, of what it is that God has called me to do is always easy to do when things are good. Very true. I can affirm myself. I can be like, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're going to do great things. You've, you've been called to so much. And it's so easy to affirm ourselves when everything is going well. It's in the dark times, in the, the, the difficulties, in the situations, in the circumstances of life when they begin to overwhelm us. That affirmation isn't necessarily as easy. Mm. It's not as easy. And we find ourselves 
in competition with the noise of the negativity. It's louder than the truth. The lies that the situation has highlighted or even the truth that the situation has highlighted becomes louder than the thing that we need to actually pull ourselves out of it. And, and how do we as women get ourselves out of that dark place? It's interesting that you would say that because before this digital world where picture, picture taking was so mm -hmm. easy, yes. we all know that it's in the dark that the negatives are developed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's in the dark places that we find out who we are. Yes. It's not until you need to be strong that you know how strong you yeah. really are. Yeah. And to be honest, the writing of this book was in one of the roughest patches of my wow. life. The writings of this book was when a lot of parts of my life felt as if they were falling apart. Wow. You know what I mean? So I found myself, I had to then go inside because mm -hmm. for one, I knew who I was mm -hmm. and the situations around me still did not or did, didn't detract Mm -hmm. from Raquel. Mm -hmm. I knew who I was. And a lot of times we as women, we tend to, like you said, and um, when you started, we want to be this superhero. We mm -hmm. want to be superwoman in mm -hmm. every area. Mm -hmm. And there's a part in the book where I mentioned how we want to be the super employee, the super boss, the yes. super wife, the super yes. mom, the super soccer mom. Like you want to be everything to everybody. However, you, the woman that's going to be or supposed to be super to all these people, she caves in at the end of the day when the baby's asleep. Yes. When the daddy's at work, when 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 um the job isn't going as planned, she made a bad decision on the job. She caves in because yeah. she was not filling that void within herself yes. or fill or affirming her first. Because mm -hmm. I have now most of my post says affirm her first. Mm. Because my thing is I can't pour from an empty cup. That's so good. We tend to pour and pour and pour. If you keep pouring and you're not filling that yeah. back up, yeah. Like if like a child, I always tell Kai, I just spent money. I didn't get it right away. I have to eat. So you have to get paid again. Yes, I have to get paid again. And there's a time frame for <laughs> yeah. me to get paid again. Yeah. So there's a time frame for you to now fill back up on That's what good. you've poured out. Mm -hmm. But we feel as if we can pour and pour. Why? Because one, we're women, we're nurturers. Yes. We can handle a lot. We yes. really can handle a lot. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there comes a time like you did with the, the space in between girl talks mm -hmm. where you needed to pause. Definitely. You needed to regroup. You needed to recalibrate. You needed to reset. You needed to start again to come back refreshed. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes yeah. women think, oh, I have to do, I have to be everything for everyone. While we can do that, that's not always the best thing no. to do. That's no. not always the best space to be in. So most of my posts, especially, I know I had a post during um, Valentine's talking about loving everybody else, but love you first. Yes. And I posted everything that I'm a part of. I posted my spouse. I posted my child. I posted my ministry. I posted my job. I love all of them, mm -hmm. but I love me first. That's good. Because for me to be able to give a hundred, Raquel has to be filled first. Yeah. Raquel has to be fueled first. Yes. So that's what we do. We pour so much, but who, who is pouring into you? Mm. especially if you don't have a tribe of women or yes. a tribe that, that, that knows when you're weak or yes. knows when you're yes. down or knows when you need that push. If I'm the only one being the motivator, man, I need some more people in my tribe mm. to motivate me when I'm down. But that's what we need as women. If we realize, but a lot of times because of this social media driven world, mm. we find that we compete with other women. 
especially if they're not in our immediate tribe, yes. or our immediate circle. Yes. We're trying to compete. Man, stay in your lane. Yes. Stay in your lane. You cause collisions, accidents, everything else <laughs> when you drift. Yes. Stay in your lane. Yes. Yes. In a regular race, Olympics, you disqualified. It's true. If you run into, stay in your lane. If God is calling you to do or write a book, how many books are there? How many books are there? Books Someone could days. books, but there's their libraries. Books there are days. archives with books. Yeah. I come up with another book for someone to write. It isn't just that I wanted to write a book. It was just God said, this is the time yeah. for women. And it's not a matter of, oh, there's some new revelation. No, because the church been declaring and decreeing for days. It's the mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. But you do it for your personal life. Mm -hmm. Affirming that person who God has called. Pulling that young child. Pulling that little girl who dreamt bigger than big when she was a child. Mm -hmm. But as we grew up and we saw reality as we yeah, grew up and we weren't yeah. married at 25, as we grew up and we realized I didn't have my bachelor's by 21, we realized that our dreams weren't panning out. Our dreams became smaller and smaller. No, no, man. Go back to that little girl who dreamed that she could have the world. Go back wow. to that little girl who dreamed that nothing was impossible. That's good. Go back to that little girl who said my daddy could get it for me. Yeah. As a child, mommy, my mommy always told me if she couldn't afford it, my daddy could get it for me. My daddy, yes. my daddy, yes. go back to that childlike faith that you yeah. had. Find her, that little girl in you. When I speak, reference her in different spaces in the book, but find her because she dreamt big as a child. Yes, she did. It's only when we, we, we stepped into reality, we got our job, we got our car, we got the payments, we got the creditors calling us that we realized... Oh Lord, yeah, Jesus. my dreams ain't panning out. <laughs> this ain't working out. And we then, yeah. we shut that little girl down yeah. when she wants to live. She yeah. wants to thrive even when you are a woman. And she can do that. Even if she has to detour, yes. even if she took a different road, yes. she wants to live because she realized that there was no dream too big. And it's so amazing how you said what you said because... Um, one of the, th one of the things that I was just sharing with our young people last week, Friday, I told them that I went off to college at age 21. I graduated with my, with a double bachelor's degree at age 25. Okay. So I wasn't able to have my bachelor's degree at mm -hmm. age 21. I'm 33 y'all. I still single. And let me tell y'all <laughs> something. I was having a conversation with um, a friend of mine who has two kids. And I told her, I was like, you know what? Um, before the pandemic, I was really jealous of you. I was like, now? I good. I, <laughs> I am I so good. good. I said, God, you know what I can handle. You know all things. You know. And you knew that I was just not at the place, not quite yet, where I think I could have. To the women out there who had to be. Who still have to be teacher, mummy, <laughs> and still employer, and and me, and snack, snack, one, two, three, four, in between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Listen to me. I bow to y'all. I bow to y'all. Because listen to me. When I go home to my bed, I go sleep. <laughs> listen, last year when Kai got his certificate, I wanted them to put my name on that. I know, right? <laughs> we worked for this baby. We went to school together. 
I think <laughs> I really I wanted my name to be on that certificate. It's so important for us to understand that like God knows the plans that he has for us. It's 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 a scripture, it's a poster scripture for youth for youth group. They always say that to young people, like, you know, God knows the plans that he has for you, but listen to me. I'm 33 years old and I'm grateful that he knows the plans that he has for me and that I things didn't go according to how I had planned it because mm-hmm. I would have been somebody ma right now and I really know <laughs> it just ain't right. And Lord. on top of that scripture, my new scripture is now when the time is right. I the Lord will make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. He know yeah. the plan. So when the time is right, I the Lord. But we won't rush because social media has leveled us to, to a degree that we have to compare, compete, yes. conform, yes. everything else that's not God. We have to do this because we are trying to keep up. Yeah. Keep and up. And scripture tells us that comparison is the thief of joy. And it is it is a fulfillment that we're robbing ourselves of when we choose to constantly compare ourselves to other people's journeys. There are no two journeys that are alike. And that's one of the things that I love about being a believer. I I went to Bible college. So one of the things that I was exposed to were other religions, of course, because I mean, you have to be well-rounded as a student, right? So we were exposed to other religions and and the thing that stood out to me, I'm not sure what my other classmates would have felt like, but the thing that stood out to me, Raquel, was that these other religions seem to make clones of individuals. So everybody had to dress the same way. Everybody had to look the same way. Everybody had to worship the same time in the same way, with the same posture, with the same words. Um, and it hit me when I was inside a Hindu temple. And I looked at these millions of gods that the Hindus worship. They have millions of gods, but all of them dress the same way mm-hmm. when they address their millions of gods. They all posture themselves to worship in the same way. And one of the things that stood out to me and I began to thank God for it. It It's so amazing because I'm in a Hindu temple and I turn around and I'm thanking God like, thank you (laughs) that as a Christian, I don't have to look like everyone everyone else. I don't have to be like everyone else. I don't have to shut down like the Muslims at 12, every hour on the hour, get my mat and bend down on the ground and be doing the same things over and over and over again so I could believe I have some sort of connection with Allah. I don't have to do that. I can say in my office in the middle of the day, I could just kundala bakashi to the bukundai. Or I could be on the line in the bank with my mask on, praying in tongues, and Listen. because my mask on, you would know what's going you on. Know. You would know what I deal with. You would know what I going through. What I, I put in there. <laughs> you would know what door I try to open, what situation I try to fix. You know, and then I could have moments where I'm just sitting quietly in the presence of God, and I'm just soaking in, in who he is, and mm-hmm. And what it is, here trying to posture myself to hear what it is that he wants to say to me right there and then in that moment. And then there are times when I could just be in the presence of God laughing my head off. Okay. and Or just sitting out with people. And, and he and, is there. And he is ever present. And I don't have to conform to this idea of what a Christian should look like. Mm-hmm. And I think for so many of us, we pattern ourselves according to other people's standards that we 
don't take the time, especially as women, mm -hmm. to seek out who is it that God has called you to be? To be. What is it that he is saying concerning you? Because it's different. There may be similarities in what Raquel has been called to do and what I've been called to do, but our audiences are completely different. Our calling looks very different. We were talking off air just now. Raquel was like, Marisha, all the things you balance in, I know how you're doing it. I looking at her like, well, mom, you got a husband and a child and a job. I don't know how you're doing that. And we, we can look at one another, see that she's been graced to do what she's doing. I'm graced to do what I'm doing, and I ain't out of you. At all. I, I you know what? All. You do you. <laughs> you do you and I can do me. <laughs> you do you. You know, and I ain't jealous. Listen, I ain't coveted. I ain't envious. Like for real. Like I celebrate, I celebrate all that you are, all that you're doing. But I think that our difficulty in patterning pattern, patterning our lives after what God has called us to do comes from the yeah. element of comparison, not knowing what it is that God has for us to do. And then Unfortunately, because as the generations change, as we go from generation, I guess you could say X, like the, the post baby boomers into mm -hmm. millennials and then into generation Z, the, the way the generations progress, we've become like my, the microwave generation times 10. Mm. So we don't want to wait. We don't want to use the oven. Nope. We want to use the microwave. microwave. So you know, for those of y'all who old school like me and Raquel, you know, when when food heat on the stove, that, 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 that is be hot for at least an hour. But when you put that food in the microwave, two seconds later, the food's still in the microwave. You won't take the food in the microwave and it doesn't go. And it's 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 what it's what our lives mm -hmm. look like. We want things to happen right away it's with the snap of our fingers. So, you know, we want to be superstars and we want millions of people to have our book um two days after we wrote it mm -hmm. and we don't want to go through process. process we don't want to to take the time to understand who it is that god has called us to be so as a result of that we definitely can't affirm ourselves let alone other people mm -hmm. because we're lost and life has dictated our path not god sure enough life has dictated and now we find ourselves in the in this position where we feel like our lives have been completely taken over by a pandemic mm. and and the new day <laughs> and <laughs> you know our hope our faith and trust is in the changing of the guard and the changing of seasons and not the one who holds times and seasons in his hands so true it is it is for me, Raquel, the greatest tragedy when a woman can see the worth in another woman so much so that she would like to compare herself and pattern her life after that woman, but she's completely blind to the gift that's on the inside uh -huh. of her. It's a great tragedy for me to see that because we are all so beautifully unique. If we tap into that and yeah. explore that, you know what it is to find who you are, your worth internally for you and for me to do the same. And we all mm -hmm. fulfilling purpose mm -hmm. individually. You know what that is as a collective body, as opposed to be trying to either be like Marisha or pull down Marisha or, no, outshine, no. or right. outshine her. You know what it is? You know what that is for you to shine. We all shine. Like there's a, there's a meme that says, um, 
we all can shine. Like I can encourage you or encourage you. And I still be lit. There's yes. no, yes. you still could be, and I still could be lit if I yeah. encourage you there. I'm, that's not taking anything from me to say, hey, yeah. Marisha, girl, you look good. Yeah. You look nice. Some people even find it hard to compliment people. We probably can't compliment ourselves though. That That's a tragedy. Yeah. That's a tragedy. A lot yeah. of us for real on a, on a, on a big, on a large scale, some women, they find it hard to pull themselves together. Yes. Yes. They find it very hard to do that. I don't know why, for whatever reason, there may be, um, past issues or yeah. hurts, failures or whatever, mm -hmm. but that causes them to shut down as women, as opposed to shining because your past may be the roadmap to my future. But because you're afraid to jump out of that box, yeah. you stay there and you stay stuck. Throw that box away. Mm -hmm. Get out of that. Step out of that. There's a world to live in and not just your box and your bubble. I think one of the things that's so difficult too for us is we we like to know Very true. what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, as women, we like to be in control of situations. Mm -hmm. We want to dictate this is what's going to happen when I make this call mm -hmm. and then when we make the call <laughs> and it don't happen, we'd be like, hold on, wait, now. wait, 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 wait. I think for me, I don't know what it's like for you, Raquel, but this journey that I've been on in, in diving even deeper into who God has called me to be and trying to live out my purpose, I realized that there are certain things that you feel like you've conquered and then when you transition into a new season of your life, you realize, um, no, boo, no. You, you didn't really get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're already here. You're, so, 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 You're already have, have several seats. A little bit more. A <laughs> little bit more time, eh? Have several seats. Just just chill for a second because, no, you, yeah, no. no. You won't got it yet. No. Um, and some lessons that we have to relearn. And for one of them for me is learning to love myself in every season mm -hmm. and every version mm -hmm. through the mistakes, mm -hmm. through the, the successes and the triumphs, mm -hmm. through the celebrations and the moments when you're not being celebrated, through the, I guess you could say, the changing of, of seasons. Yes. I think that it is so easy to get caught up in the mess mm -hmm. that we forget to step step back and look at the and find the message in that the mess. possibility of it being a beautiful mosaic yes. right so we are we're often stuck in and we have this subjective view of mm -hmm. what's going on because we're in it and we can't really look at it objectively and so we need somebody else to come and be like girl you don't see what you're doing mm -hmm. it's like this is amazing this is incredible and we're not really we're not really affirming ourselves based upon our posture and our view and what we see. We're affirming ourselves based upon what somebody, somebody else said. sees. And the the I think the the trouble with that is our truth is based upon somebody else's no opinion mm -hmm. and not the reality of who we really are in mm -hmm. God, who God has called us to be. Right? So I think for some of us as women, we Sometimes we have to kind of take a step back and like look at our lives from a from a place of objectivity and say, hey, okay, remember when you thought you had the self-esteem thing dealt with and you was like, you won't go back mm -hmm. to this place where you hate yourself. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you get this new job now and you weren't really that good at it. So you 
you know, the thoughts start there. coming up again, and now you find yourself back there, and you're trying to figure out well, how to get back in. Didn't deal with that because you didn't deal with it. Not from the root. You dealt with it according to the situation that you were in at that mm-hmm. moment in time. You didn't deal with it from at its core, mm-hmm. where your difficulty is believing that you're great. Point blank. Period. Period. Not just that you're great at this or great at that, Mm -hmm. but that there's greatness on the inside of you, period, period. Tell us, Raquel, what can we look forward to in in this devotional, in this book? So there are, like I said, it's 31 days of affirmation. Some persons use them as a devotional and some persons just, I've had persons who've, they're going back and reaffirming every other day. They have already exhausted their 31. They say, wow. I got to keep going back. I got to keep going back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there are 31 affirmations, like I said. So let me, I'll just go through two of my most favorite okay. in the book. Mm-hmm. So there's one that says what we all have to learn is I affirm that I'm not for everyone. First of all, as women, we we feel like we got to do and be for everybody. If she don't like me, oh, I got to find some. No, no, she's just not for you or you're not for her. And that's it. That's okay. That's okay. So a part of the book says, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but that's the great part. I don't have to be. And if we were to realize that, we would then begin to fill cups that we're meant to fill. Mm. Everybody don't even drink tea. <laughs> you're right. Some people don't like coffee. They only want water or juice. Why are you trying to be everyone's cup of tea? Yeah, that's good. Find your space, find your cup and be able to fill that where needed. Those that are not able to, who think you're too much, you too extra, you too this, you too that. They're not your people. You and will find and that is fine. But because we cannot um 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 do things that would gravitate or that would draw attention from a certain caliber of people or from a certain grouping of people, we feel as if, oh, I have to do something with myself. No, those yeah. are not your people. We live up, and I tell you again, social media has played yeah, a strong role in trying to fit into spaces that you were not meant to fit in. So you were not meant to fit. And so just understanding that you are not for everyone starts with actually knowing one who you are. Yeah. But we have to do this. I'm doing working on something now with um, little girls. And I guess we'll see it soon on Facebook, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. with little girls and affirming them from a young age. And like I That's said, so going good. back to the little girl, because a lot of a lot of times we lose who we are because of now issues within um, our adult years that we yes. lose who we are. But yes. if I were to affirm you from your two. If I were to affirm you from you are five, if I were to affirm you and make you or force you to affirm yourself from childhood, you could go when you reach 21. No one could tell you. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Because Mm -hmm. I've been I've been doing this. I I born doing this. I know. Right. I've been (laughs) I've been affirmed. And I'm also now affirming myself. But because we've lost touch with with that little girl, we allow the world to dictate to us who and what we should be. There are other affirmations in the book that speaks, I guess, to the woman and telling you who you are, who you've been called to be like, I'm beautiful, resilient, I'm a treasure, I'm a solution, I'm powerful, I'm worth it. Many things that we as women don't believe. Why? Because, again, we are comparing ourselves to someone yeah. who may be a bit, a, a little level up 
from us. We're comparing ourselves to someone who's did it better, who's do, who's doing it, who's doing it greater. We're comparing too much. Yeah. So to find that I'm worth it, we we stand back and we realize, am I really worth it? Mm. You stand, you begin to doubt now your own worth. Mind you, you may have different stuff stacked up against you. However, that does not disqualify you from being worth it. That's good. Whatever the cost is, I am worth it. If I'm to go into this space and this place, I am worth whatever that level is, I'm worth it. And if my worth is you're not able to afford me, you too, you're not my person. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But we have to be okay with that being okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we always want to gravitate and to be drawn and be loved and be, be, um, um, Someone have to affirm us or someone have to make us feel as if, okay, yeah, yeah. We have to always be pat on our back. Always get a clap. Trust me, if you don't clap for me, I still won't win. That's good. If you don't clap for me, your clap, your, you not clapping may do me a good thing because that may be just so I can see. That's like a double tap or the like on Facebook. You liking my post on Facebook don't really mean you like me, you know. That's really good. But we're moved so much by that double tap on Instagram and that like. We're moved so much because social media has told us that, hey, many people, of course, let's just use birthdays, for example. I can't tell you when half of these people's birthdays is, but because my Facebook tells me, hey, Marisha's birthday today, happy birthday. And I don't you in years. I probably don't even like you. But just because I've been reminded and everybody else, let me just throw this in there so you wouldn't feel like I have a vibe with you. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So me affirming myself as a woman from a child or even now if you start now that's fine but affirming myself without your like i'm still gonna win without your clap i'm still gonna win Mm. without your kudos i'm still great without your love and your your um support i'm still going to thrive i'm still resilient Mm -hmm. i'm still that beautiful Mm -hmm. girl that god god has created yeah i'm still gonna live unapologetically me that was my my second one that i really like yes i I am unapologetically me a lot of times we use our, in that particular chapter, I spoke about how we use our, what we would call our flaws or our failures, as, let's say if it's size or mm-hmm. our blemishes mm-hmm. on our face or mm-hmm. we don't look the part. We use mm-hmm. that against us. That's your plus. Because why, why you want to be like everybody else? If God <laughs> made everyone like everybody else, if we were all alike, then what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? You were made to be you. So I want you to be you. And do you for you unapologetically. And just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Someone else benefits from you being you. If I don't be Raquel, who gonna be Raquel? Who's gonna do it? Who gonna be Marisha sitting up here but go but girl talk? Not Raquel. (laughs) It ain't about to be me. But who's going to do yeah. it if you don't do yeah. it? We yeah. cave in and we shut because even with this whole platform now with me, I've always told persons I love the background. I do not like spotlight plan. Many persons don't believe that, but I do not like spotlight all this headphones and mic and things. <laughs> it's not me. Let me work for you in the background. I don't even care if you don't call my name. Wow. Let me work the background and make you look good. That That's how I always was. I don't need to be, you don't have to say, oh yes, Raquel, help me with that. <sighs> Whatever. I'm not moved by that. I will always love to be the background. So this was never to be put on someone's stage or to go on. Wow. I'm not there. So even with God pulling me into this, I'm like, hold on, God. Like, you really calling me to do all of this? Like, you calling me to be on someone's stage? No, no, let me just let me just sit with the youth in the back. Wow. That was always Raquel. Wow. And because I'm being now pulled into different arenas or pulled into different spaces, I'm realizing, okay, you've been graced for it. I put it there and I'm not going to put you somewhere that I've not gifted you to perform in or minister in 
or be graced to impact in. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that type of God. I want to get some comments in here, but something that you said is so incredible because you talked about how it's so not you. And my my testimony is so different. I've been in front of people from I was two years old. <laughs> just yep. how it is. That's just so how it I is. don't have that, oh... I don't want to be in front of people. I'd rather be in the background. Mm -hmm. Now there are moments when I'm like, yeah, let me, let me, let me just go in my corner and sit small. But the reality is, I from I first knew who I was, my life was always about standing in mm -hmm. front of a crowd. Mm -hmm. Whether I would sing, whether I would talk, whether I was in some sort of leadership position. I was always in front of people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it's like to be in the background. Mm -hmm. So being in the background is hard for me. Wow. It's difficult for me. And so it's interesting how the different dynamics of who we are can dictate to how different our journeys are. Mm -hmm. Because for me, um, and I definitely want to dive into this question that Yasmin has here because it's so important. For me, one of my greatest challenges is posturing myself in humility constantly because yes. i thrive from the stage that is my constant prayer now god don't let me lose raquel yeah because this is here and this is pulling me this place and pulling me that place i don't ever want to lose raquel why because this was not raquel's doing yasmin says sometimes affirmed women develop a sense of entitlement how do we ensure we are balanced with our affirming so before you answer that question this is something that I talk about all the time, all the time with my girlfriends. I always say, y'all tell mm -hmm. your girlfriend the truth. Mm -hmm. Don't let her walk out the house mm -hmm. thinking her eyebrows fixed when they fix. Pull her in, please. Pull, Pull her in. and tell her, no, sweetie, go put on some spanks because I could see your rolls okay. and that dress. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, And I think... This is something that I've only noticed in my travels. Mind you, I haven't traveled in every country, but I've been to a few countries. Listen to me. There are there are no women in the world like Bahamian women. Okay? <laughs> Be different. Okay. We have this confidence. Dress up, you know. Mm -hmm. Dress mm -hmm. right up. <laughs> and like, no, somebody couldn't tell you not to put this weave on your hair and okay. you won't brush this hair. You know, but it's, it's interesting that Yasmin asked that question because I think sometimes we can be so confident in our affirming of ourselves that we become imbalanced and almost it's like a stench. We become it's like imbalanced and it's intimidating to some, some degree. Yes. Women, the thing is, finding a balance comes with... A lot of times, too, when you're overpowered or when you're overpowering, overpowering with this affirmation or affirming yourself, you feel as if you are fearless or I, I, I'm above yes. everyone else. Yes. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. That's not the point of you affirming who you are. That's not the point of saying, um, I am this and you're not this. That is not the point of you. The point of affirming you doesn't speak to uh, making myself mm -hmm. level up, up more than someone else. That mm -hmm. doesn't define you or make you. That just tells you that, hey, I have the capacity, the capability to be and do what God has called yes, me to do. Yes. Not that I am or my character or you are on, I am on level five and you're still on one because I'm affirmed. That does not qualify you for anything. Mm -hmm. That does not qualify you to win the Olympics, to do any. That doesn't qualify you. You're only running for nothing. 
Yes. But at the end of the day, it's a self thing for you to feel as if I can and I will. Mm. Not that I am entitled because That's of good. me being in front. What are you entitled to? Because me being the, the, the minister in church and the dancer in church and walking the straight and narrow path, what I, that never disqualified me from walking through process. That's good. And why I thought when I thought that, hey, okay, God, I don't, I don't I'm not a bad person. I, I walk and write. <laughs> I, I doing all these things. But some parts of my life in shambles yeah. or, or what I felt like was in shambles, yeah. that d- d- didn't disqualify me from that. What we think as if, so you affirming yourself, telling yourself, I am beautiful. I am resilient. I am strong every day. Doesn't say that one day you could feel like a mess. It's true. And that one day you're not going to feel like you're as resilient mm-hmm. or you, you're strong enough or you're going to, you're becoming still this, this, you're blossoming into someone that God has called you to be. Not every day is going to be that day. Mm-hmm. But it's when you are able to speak to that person or speak to yourself to encourage you out of that mess. Because in my mess, I still found through 2020, I learned, I learned to find the good in everybody. So anything that happens now, anything that happens now, I always gravitate to find the good first. That's good. I do not look at oh, Jesus. What I get like that? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. My first thought, honestly, and, and it could be small, small. I'm going to find the good in it. And for me, that's the, the balancing factor of affirming yourself first. You're not going to be drawn or swayed by the negative first. You find that, hey, today may not be a good day, but guess what? I am more than a conqueror or I am this, I am that. You speak to yourself yeah. on those days when I don't feel like telling nobody, telling me, not, don't say nothing to me. I don't even want to talk mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. On those days when I feel weak hearted, on those days when I feel like if I can't go another minute, on those days yeah. when I'm at my weakest and my wit is point, I realize that guess what? Girl, you were always strong enough. Yes. You were always this person. This was always in you. Yeah. Just wake that up. Wake that little strong girl up. She's strong, you know. Mm-hmm. She's strong. And like I said at the beginning, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is your only option. Most definitely. When you relinquish everything as you realize, girl, you better pick yourself up and <laughs> get yourself together because you're strong. Yeah. Live that and walk that as opposed to just saying it. And yes. it is my prayer that in reading this, they not just become words, but they become your lifestyle to realize that, hey, today I don't feel beautiful, but girl, I beautiful. Mm-hmm. You, you then begin to live this. You're not entitled to anything. Affirming yourself doesn't entitle you to a better lifestyle. Affirming you doesn't exempt you from process. That's Affirming good. you doesn't exempt you from, from not having a death in your family, affirming you doesn't make you feel as if I'm a failure. That doesn't exempt you from anything. What that does is that equips the woman within and make her feel as if in the midst of it, I can. In the midst of the storm, I will. In the midst of the rough seas, I have a sailor and I'm able to navigate myself to a safe shore. Like in the midst of it, it helps me to be, helps me to believe that, hey, while I'm in it, I can Mm. go through it. I'm not going to die here. I'm not going to fall here. That's what this affirmation does. It equips the individual. It doesn't entitle you to no reward. No reward. Because some people go through life with no rewards. They never see or like how people say give you... Um, give the, give you their flower, give you while your flowers while, while you're, you're alive. Yeah. Some people never see flowers because yeah. their life is constantly filled with tra- with trouble, with trauma. They never say, God, I can't even catch a break. Wow. But it's if if within you, you have something that says, girl, girl, get up. Sarah mm-hmm. J say, girl, get up. Yeah. Girl, get up. If within you, you have those words constantly playing in your head, you are resilient. Girl, you're strong. 
girl, you, you, you growing, girl, you're becoming, girl, keep going. Yeah. We need those constant reminders. And if not, if it's not coming from yourself, please get our tribe telling you that. Yes, most definitely. Tulsi says humility brings the balance. And Dolly McDonald says you preaching woman and I'm here for it all. You know, it's so amazing that you, you talk about how, how we talk to ourselves is so important. And I, I know that a lot of people, when they think affirmation, they only think positive things. There's something that I say to myself every day. It's an alarm that goes off on my phone. And it says, I make mistakes. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem like something positive good. Um, to be saying to yourself every day. But I have to remind myself every day that I make mistakes because there's this temptation to always be perfect, mm -hmm. to always get everything right. And then when we don't get everything right, sometimes it's when we could kind of fall apart and be mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like how did I? Mm -hmm. And I have this tendency to beat up on myself a little bit too much mm -hmm. when things don't quite go the way that I expected it to go. So every day around one o'clock in the afternoon, mm -hmm. my phone lights up and it says, I make mistakes. And mm -hmm. I remember like, it's okay. So when, when that mistake actually like, happens mm -hmm. when i make the mistake i don't sit down and beat up myself about it i am perfectly I'm like, imperfect what? it's okay and there's I a make part mistakes it is what part, it is it is what it is there's a part in the book that i i speak about giving yourself the grace to slip and fall yeah you're not gonna always really walk good. yeah you're gonna trip one day one day you can walk right out here that's where there may be a rock or something that trip you up that's going to happen you're going to do that sometimes. And it's okay. And it's okay. Give yourself. We as women don't do that because we feel, again, that we have to be the perfect picture for everybody, the superwoman in every situation. However, superwoman on the TV is not the superwoman in your house mm -hmm. because she and I had no mistake. She had to save the day and do everything, whatever. But at the end of the day, when you, when you go home and you take that cape off, give yourself, even with that cape on, give yourself the grace to slip and fall. God didn't make you to be perfect. Yeah. He sent yeah. you or we are imperfect beings, but he is a perfect God. Yeah. He didn't send yeah. you to say it that no day. Say heal no world. <laughs> That's his job. He is savior. He is savior. Because why? He's if savior. we were perfect, why we need him? It's true. And then too, if we come as whole beings, if we're not sick, why we need a healer? Why? If we come as whole beings, if we're not um, um, in sin, why we need deliver a deliverer? We need deliverance. Yeah. So Constantly. if we come to him yeah. with perfect situations, perfect lives, even in the church, if we come presenting, why do we need a savior. Yeah. He came to be and to do all of these things for us. And it's not for you to be, to continue to do it and condone it in your life. However, there would be no need for him if there was, there were all of these slips yes. and falls that we yes. didn't have to yes. take. Yes. So give yourself the grace and the space to not get it right all the time. I think it's, it's so important that at the core of this conversation is that we have better conversations with ourselves. Yes. That we speak to ourselves in, in, in healthy ways because we've been saying it. We're not just, oh, my gosh, girl, you're so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're beautiful. You're fabulous. Mm -hmm. You're it. But we're telling ourselves some hard truths when yes. we affirm ourselves. We're mm -hmm. telling ourselves, okay, hey, sweetie, boo, honey, that was dumb. Mm -hmm. Don't do that no more. Okay. And in, in talking to ourselves and speaking to ourselves, um, we have to be 
honest with where we're at. We have to be honest with the situation that we're in. We have to tell the truth mm-hmm. in affirming because then what's the point if we lie in? Okay. And some of us live for the lie. We do. We live for the lie. We live so much for and in the lie that when life happens, like life, life, life really unfolds, mm-hmm. we in shambles because you was believing all of that. was exactly. a lie the whole time. The and you said, you, you thought that was true. Eh? Okay. And that's why I think Yasmin's question is so important because we could, we could affirm ourselves so much in a positive way that we begin to feel like we're entitled. That mm-hmm. It becomes this facade of a life that we live, not just a facade we put on in situations mm-hmm. or circumstances, mm-hmm. but then we go through life with a poker face, not realizing that like, no, there are some things that you need to say to yourself that are, that don't seem to be positive in nature, but you're affirmed by the truth when you recognize that like, listen, sweetie, you should not have dated that guy. You should not. You should have leave that. And you knew better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hard part for us because we have a tendency to be extreme in mm-hmm. nature. We either go all the way positive or all the way negative. We don't really want to strike that balance in, in ensuring that the truth superintends mm-hmm. um, our conversations with ourselves, about ourselves, to mm-hmm. ourselves. And I think that is probably the most beautiful part of this journey um, into in affirming ourselves as women is accepting the truth, but living it out in a way where like, it's not so extreme. So you're not so negative. You're not so positive. um, But that there's this beautiful mixture of, okay, sweets, you did a really good job today, but tomorrow don't do that because mm-hmm. you saw what happened when you did that. Mm-hmm. That didn't make any sense. sense. But no, this other thing that you did, that, that was really point. good. Mm-hmm. Do that again. <laughs> you know, do that again. Mm-hmm. And wear, yeah, wear that again. D- don't wear that no more. And then all of our truths are different. Yes. So the truths that Marisha has to accept, Raquel has a different set of truths. Exactly. exactly. And it's understanding my truth. Yeah. Living in my truth. Yeah. It's understanding that that I'm able that I'm affirming. I'm not affirming nobody else's life, Mm-mm. but mine. So it's accepting those truths, affirming that that hey girl, you're different. You gotta live for that or or what? It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. We tr- we we want to conform. And it's okay. So, and it's okay. It's, it's okay. totally okay. It's okay. I think. Um, and Raquel can definitely attest to this. I spent a lot of years in high school trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I look back at the person I used to be mm-hmm. and I'd be like, Marisha, why was you even trying <laughs> me? Like, that just did not make any, any sense. sense. But of course, because of pressures and mm-hmm. because of what's around us, a lot of times we just, we have this desire to fit in. Um, my story is I've never fit in anywhere I anywhere I've gone. Mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. been odd. And it's not until adulthood that you realize that was okay. Yeah. I was stupid then, but like, really and truly. It's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay mm-hmm. that, like, you don't fit, that you stand out. In fact, it's so interesting. Um, Yasmin commented, I remember a conversation that she and I had when we were on a dance roll and friends trip. We were in Freeport. And she said to me, she's like, stop trying to adjust yourself to people. Just be you, man. Be you. Be you, like just be you. You are fabulous. Be mm-hmm. you. If people don't like your fabulousness, then they don't like your fabulousness. And just, that's okay. just be you. I think 
sometimes for us, acceptance, acceptance can drive us to do some things to ourselves that's not healthy. Not at all. All for the sake of somebody saying, I like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after they say, I like you, then what? Then what? Because tomorrow they may not like you. Because they, we, we humans, <laughs> we some inconsistent people. It's something that I pray all the time and I always thank God for. It's like, God, thank you for your constancy. Thank you that you are faithful. Thank you that you never you change. Not like, like you mine. don't change your mind. Like, I, listen, I thank him for it every day because I so wishy-washy. Okay. One day I like fries, the next day I don't, I don't like them. One week I like rice, the next week I decide, no, boo, I don't eat rice. Sorry. <laughs> One week I drink in soda, the next week I'm sorry, I don't I don't drink Only soda anymore. <laughs> Only water. Like what? Like we are so inconsistent mm-hmm. as human beings. And so we're trying to get inconsistent human beings to like us. And we base our lives, we base our worth mm-hmm. on an inconsistent human being's opinion. Sure. And that's just not smart. And a lot of times <laughs> it's because of the circle that they're in. Yeah. So we feel as if, oh, because they're on in this particular circle, they are of yeah, standard. Oh, please, what? What? Who? Girl, you don't know what that girl doing when she right. go home and oh. close the door. And you don't know what's really going on. In you don't know what's either. really don't going know on. What the real deal is. Mm-hmm. So I think is I think is so important for us to to strike that balance, but also recognize, man. Listen, that person who you thought you had to like absolutely had to get their approval of, and you you had to be included in that group Check of people. Check them out now. Where they at? Go back to your school days and them same, them same circles you was trying to fit in. Could you tell me where three of them are now? Nope. Okay. Can't even tell you. Okay. But I will tell you this. They calling me to sing to their wedding. Okay. And, All right. And people's okay. funeral and things okay. and stuff like that. And so you just, it's amazing the way, way the way that life develops. And, and, and I, I listen to you talk about what you're attempting to do with these girls. And I think it's so important because when I think about who I was as a girl, if someone had affirmed me when I was younger, I know for a fact I'd be a whole lot further in life. Now, the rest of y'all just go through life lying. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. y'all just make it seem like you don't miss opportunities. <laughs> and, like, there's no such thing as delay. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, things don't necessarily always pan out the way that we wanted to. Because y'all live in this, you know, world where, it's you bubble. know, like, everything is just this. How it happened was how it's supposed to happen. No, stop, stop your lies. Tell the truth. You missed that opportunity Mm -hmm. and the opportunity is not coming back. If there were some things that you learned when you were younger, it would have saved you from some mistakes that you made now at the age that you're at now. And we like to make it seem, well, you know, you know, um, the Bible says that all things work together. Yeah, all things work together for good, (laughs) but sometimes. But you missed that. You missed missed things (laughs) and you can't get it back. Mm -hmm. And so... I think it's so important for us to to ensure that as we as we influence the generations to come, as women, we have been called to nurture. Mm-hmm. So that means that we have influence on the generations to come. We can't avoid that. Even even for those women who never have the opportunity to give birth to a child, you still have influence on the next generation. I think it's so important for us to recognize the things that we struggled with. Yes. And to ensure that the generations after us don't end up in that same struggle. Right. And the only way that can happen is if we are honest. And open. 
about what that struggle really was like because we don't like to tell the truth all the time because no. we want to make it seem like we got it all together and we try i know we're trying to impress no that's because our lives like i remember the launch of the book at the launch we spoke about the same thing and i mentioned mm -hmm. how you know the older people in the church now they don't really talk to the younger people anymore because no. i am so holy that i can't tell you i was mm -hmm. a little nothing mm -hmm. or I did all of this in my youth because I am the most holy of the holies in oh, the your, church. Your wedding anniversary is 46 and your son 48. Okay. Okay. I'm not about to tell you all of that. Exactly. I'm not about to, because you see me as this person, but mm -hmm. that is our problem. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like I said, your story or your, what you would consider your failure, your mishaps, that's someone else's roadmap. Someone yes. else walking down that same road, you could use. And they need to hear and your story. And they need that. That encourages me that, hey, you are this now, and I have the capacity and the potential to get there. But if you refrain, if you just don't say anything and make me to believe that you were born this way, I woke up like this, mm. then we have another thing coming. And that's why the generations, we, we, we don't speak about it because the older persons don't engage no more. They I don't definitely want don't wake up like this. I don't know about you. Uh, okay. So at the end of the day, because the older persons aren't willing to disclose, mm -hmm. then I'm telling you, go in your bedroom. You know, I didn't tell you to give me all that. Now, if you do, that helps me too. Yes. However, we're not really to dis ready to disclose the real truth of where we've yeah. been. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I, I probably was dating someone's husband. Mm -hmm. But now that I look bad if I tell yeah. you that because I am, a I have a, yeah. a, a minister. Yeah. I read yeah. a caller in church. Yeah. So I don't want you to know that's where I've been. Yeah. However, that's someone's roadmap. Who on who in your church in the youth ministry on that same path? Know. They need to know. This married man keep texting them, but they want one answer or they're answering. But because mom never tell me this is what I used to do too, and this is what I did. Right. And don't go that way. I still can't go because you nobody telling me nothing. Right. Right. I think it's 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 weird for us to even sometimes I think understand the kind of impact that our stories can have because yes. our perspective is one of negativity. Mm -hmm. We look at it as such a failure that we want to hide it. A lot of time it's embarrassment too. And and the the thing that I love about what the word of God says, it says in the book of Revelation, and they overcame <laughs> him and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. And it is the only way that that shame and that guilt can die. Mm -hmm. When we testify, listen, I did this. This is what happened when I did it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Okay. Take my word for it. Don't go that road. It is not what you think it is. It's not going to benefit you. And also to as women, don't judge me. Listen mm -mm. to mm -mm. me. Mm -mm. Listen to me. Raquel, I had this, this thing I used to do. I used to say, oh, I'd never do that. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how people find Situ themselves in these situations. And I was very, very, very judgmental at a point in time in my life until life happened to me. Uh-huh. Walking that same route. Until I found myself not just walking down that same road, but walking down that same road several times. Wow. And then I said to myself, 
you were sitting there in judgment of this person, <laughs> dogging them out, and look at you. And they done off that road. You still they, in cycles. Your they, they got it together now. They living their best life. You you sitting here stuck. Mm-hmm. Can't get over this. Can't get past that. Can't can't seem to break the same cycle. Careful when we sit in the judgment seat and say what we will never do. Right. And this, for me, it comes in line with how we affirm ourselves with the truth. Mm-hmm. Because for some of us, a takeaway from today is you need to start having conversations with yourself, telling yourself, boo, you make mistakes. Right. You, you, the truth you hurts, perfect. but it also heals. And it, it exposes things that tend to be hidden mm-hmm. when we don't tell ourselves the truth. Because at the core of lying to yourself is a facade that you're walking around with and you're being pretentious. You're not speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. So you're not living the truth. And so you can't have genuine relationships with people because you're lying. Right. And then at the end of the day, no one really has a genuine relationship with, with you, you because you haven't presented the true real you to anybody. And so I think it's so important for us to, to not judge to be truthful in our conversations with ourselves, Mm -hmm. but to understand how important it is to just be good to yourself, Mm -hmm. man, and understand that being good to yourself means sometimes you have to say the hard things to yourself. Indeed. In the most difficult of situations. Y'all be getting ready to come out of here. This has been an amazing conversation. Raquel, let us know where we can get this book. So the book is, you can find the book, well, any of my social media outlets. So it would be Instagram, Kelmans, mm-hmm. or Raquel Mins on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is also available on Amazon, no local bookstores, and it's also available at Trinity City of Praise, okay. my local church. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I am so excited to dive into this book. And um, the forward of the book was written by Apostle Gail. So I'm excited to dive in. I'm one of those weird people who reads forwards and introductions. <laughs> I always like to see what people have to say about the book before <laughs> I read it. And um, so I'm excited to dive in. So listen, I believe in supporting kingdom women. And I think that it's not going to hurt you to have 31 days of affirmations. So Get this book. Get this book. Hit Raquel up. Her Instagram um, tag is right there at the bottom of the screen. So you can hit up on Instagram. Look up Raquel Mins on Facebook. You can check her out. Or you could, Is your website active? It's on the back here? Yes. The, it's not on the website as yet. I'm okay. uploading it there. But okay. the website is there. So if you'd like more information, you could check our website out. Um, I'm just so, so, so grateful that we had this opportunity to have this conversation yes, today. Bye. Um, I am just blessed and encouraged just by your presence alone. So I can't wait to dive into this book. We want to say congratulations to our winner today, Telsey. Telsey won the book today. So Telsey, you know how to get in contact with us. We have a book for you. Congratulations. For those of you who tuned into the show today, listen, and who I know y'all was missing us. So glad that we're back. We back in full swing, y'all. I promise y'all. Hopefully we ain't taking no more breaks no time soon. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Because I might take a break in November. But 
just for one week. <laughs> but listen, it's good to be back. We got some more great shows coming your way. I cannot believe it. Some people that have consented to come on Girl Talk, y'all. Like, my mind is blowing. So next week, next week here on Girl Talk, my girl, why am I, okay, there we go. My girl, Keishelle Davis is coming. We're going to be talking about problems and solutions. That one's going to be good. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be here next week. That is the 30th. Wow. It's the 30th already. My goodness. And then after that, Sandina is coming in. Oh, and we're going to be talking about hindsight. <laughs> we, that should be interesting. And then, of course, coming up on October 14th, Ayanna Cartwright is going to be here in studio, and I'm excited. And then the following week, we're going to be talking to my girl, Kara Newton, out of Freeport. We're going to be talking about suicide. So we got some really, really great shows coming up. And so I'm going to encourage you guys to tune in to the show every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for listening. Special shout outs to Pastor Pauline, the most <laughs> fabulous woman ever. <laughs> hey, Shaquinda. And all of you who tuned in, oh my goodness. Hey, Janae. Janae's tuned in. Janae Lightborn. Hi, Janae. Thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in. Listen, don't forget to like and share the show. Share the show with a friend, someone who you know could, could be blessed by this conversation, could be encouraged by this conversation. Definitely share this video with them. Listen, y'all, get you some good girlfriends. You need, you can need her. You can need that girlfriend who could be that shoulder for you to lean on, who could be the iron to sharpen iron, who can be the strength that you need, the encourager that you need, but also don't forget to be that girlfriend. Don't forget to be the encourager. Don't forget to be the iron that sharpens iron. Don't forget to be the shoulder that someone can lean on. Your girlfriends need you. Find your tribe, boo. You're going to need to get you some good girlfriends. Love them hard. You're going to need them. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Time has come and gone. But listen, Raquel, we definitely have to have you back sometime soon. And we'll definitely talk about that some more in the future, y'all. It's time to go. It's time, it's to, time go. to go. Parting is such sweet sorrow. But we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place, with another amazing show, y'all. Have an awesome weekend. See y'all next week. Find a tribe.